morning and welcome back to my podcast. Today we will be talking about puppy mills. More specifically, we'll be talking about why puppy mills need to become illegal and what they do. So to start off, I'm going to tell you all what puppy mills are. So puppy mills are a breeding facility that has no limit on how many dogs you are allowed to hold. Um, They breed their dogs and then once they're the females have birthed the puppies. They take the puppies from the mom and they sell them for money. Um, puppy mills are an extremely bad thing because, for one, they overbreed their dogs. Two, they live in horrible living conditions. And three, they just don't care about the puppies' well-beings. Um, most of the time, the dogs are put in the same exact cage all day. Um, they're Most of the time, they are expected to relieve themselves inside of their cage. Um, it creates a lot of diseases. One of the biggest diseases that comes with puppies is called parvo. Parvo is a puppy disease which um, causes seizures, um, extremely high temperatures, vomiting, diarrhea, and death. Um, Once one dog gets parvo, it spreads like rapid fire to all the other dogs. Um, It's, there are plenty of other diseases. Um, You have some eye diseases um, that affect all dogs. Um, Skin diseases, you have some where if they're in a dirty living condition, will get a disease and they can spread it from dog to dog, Um, but they can get a skin disease where it makes them itch and all their hair kind of falls out completely and it will run from dog to dog. And sometimes, sometimes depending on what disease it was or is, a person can catch it as also. Um, one of the most sad things are there are about 10,000 puppy mills in the U.S. right now. And the bad thing about that is only 3,000 of the puppy mills are um, licensed. Um, the other 7,000 puppy mills are not licensed, which means they breed dogs in um, unsanitary breeding environments. Um, they don't care for their dogs. And the worst thing about not being licensed is that they won't get a state checkup, which means they are able to basically keep the dogs in any condition they want unless someone calls animal control or the local police about it. Um, They're extremely dangerous things. The saddest part, other than them being kept in cages 24-7, is the female dogs. You have female and male dogs. They Their only purpose at a puppy mill is to breed and have puppies. Um, the biggest problem that we face today is that Once a female is unable to carry a litter anymore, she has three options. She will either be abandoned and starved to death or, fingers crossed, she'd be found. Um, They would, the breeding facility would kill her so they wouldn't have to worry about anything or room. Or three, she would be sold to a dog fighting ring to be used as bait dog. Um, It is not... A good thing at all um and the sad and another sad part about this is there are over two million dogs bred 
a year. Um, that's two million female dogs that are bred a year. And you have to think about it. Each litter has like four to 12 dogs per litter. Um, and going back to the point where you have to breed in a sanitary facility. Um, if you don't breed in a sanitary facility or breed the proper way, you have multiple things that will happen. You'll have breeding malfunctions. Um, breeding malfunctions are when a gene becomes missing in a dog or a dog was born different because of just the way that they were bred or because the way they lived after they were birthed. Um, one of the big things that, big, one of the big problems that we see with unhealthy breeding are a type of dog called dwarf dog. When you have two dogs who are bred and they are bred in an unsanitary thing and they can have a puppy who is missing a gene and won't be the size they're supposed to be. Um, like an example will be if you bred two German Shepherds together and you had German Shepherd puppies, but they were not in a healthy environment. Um, your German Shepherd puppy could be a dwarf size. So your German Shepherd dog would be the size of like a Chihuahua or a Beagle. Um, you can have a dog who will have his tongue a foot longer than it should be to where it has to hang out of his mouth. Or you can have a, a lot more wrong with breeding malfunctions. Um, and another thing is breeding facilities have so many dogs to take care of that they won't, they don't care whether or not the dog gets socialized because the dog's main purpose of being there is to breed and have puppies so they can make a profit off of them. Um, so when you, the dogs in puppy mills will most likely not be vaccinated. Um, they will probably never come into human contact while they're there. Um, if they are shown any type of human contact, it will be from move, moving them from a cage into a breeding room. The dogs will never be spayed or neutered. Um, and like I said, you have to be extremely cautious with diseases because once one disease gets in there, it's like rapid fire and it goes and it can hit every dog and they are, most of the diseases that they get are extremely, um, deadly so they can kill the dogs. Um, one of my other things are, some of the questions that I hear a lot are, where are the puppies sold at? So you have three places that they can be sold at. Um, they can be sold at the puppy mill that they're at, or they can be sold at a pet store, or they can be sold on online. When they're sold at the puppy mill, most of the time they will move them into a separate room when people come and look so they don't see the living condition that they're living in because they won't want the person interested in the dog to know that, hey, this dog might be sick. Um, and when you sell them at a pet store, the same thing happens at a pet store depending on which one you sell them at. Depends on how clean the pet store is. Sometimes the dogs are kept in the back in a cage all day um, and they won't be brought 
up front to the pet store until they are there for adoption or for buying. Um, and then you have the internet. The internet is probably one of the most dangerous places for a dog because anyone can get their hands on a dog um, at the internet. Um, most dogs will be sold on eBay or Craigslist. Once they are up there, you have people looking for bait dogs. Your dog or a dog that is put on Craigslist, I think that would be bought for a bait dog. So they would be brought to this earth just to be basically eaten by another animal. And that's really sad to think about. Um, I could not imagine to be born on this earth just so people can teach other people how to fight and kill. Um, pet stores, some of them are okay, like Petco and PetSmart. They don't really have many puppies because they don't buy from puppy mills. Um, one place I want to talk about is a place called Petland. Petland was a pet store that got busted for um, hundreds of dogs' death. Um, they bought dog or puppies from puppy mills, and they kept their dogs in the facility. They had a person go in undercover and videotaped it all, and you had dogs living in their own urine and feces. You had dogs who were seizing. Um, you had deceased dogs in the facility. Um, you had dogs who were extremely sick. Um, and when they confronted the people about that, they didn't deny it. And they just continued doing what they were doing. A couple months later, they got busted and the place was, um, was taken from them. And the puppies were rescued. However, though, once a dog gets, like, Parvo, for example, there really isn't any coming back. Um, Parvo is an extremely deadly disease, and when it gets a hold, and when it gets a hold of a puppy, it just won't. The puppy won't last. Um, but Petland was taken down a few years ago. They were able to keep some of the dogs, but unfortunately, some of the dogs were not able to be saved. Um, and Pet stores are almost just as dangerous as breeding facilities because you have to worry about where are they keeping the dogs? How are they feeding the dogs? How, what about the proper care the dogs are getting? Most dogs in breeding facilities will never get a bath. Um, they will forever be dirty. Um, they will never be clean. And so I have a few ways that I thought we could help them help get rid of puppy mills because they're just not a safe thing to have. And the first thing that popped in my mind was we needed to stop buying from them. If you buy a puppy from a puppy mill that automatically gives them profit, um, you don't want to give them profit because they can use that and they will go out and buy more dogs. Another way is when you, there are many organize, organizations for purebred dogs. Instead of going to a breeding facility for a purebred dog, go to a organization or go to a shelter. 
you never know, you might find a purebred dog at a shelter. Dogs are constantly left on the side of the road. They are constantly abandoned. They are constantly picked up from abuse cases. They are constantly being used for dog fighting. Um, and you don't want to buy a dog from a facility when there is probably one who's on death row waiting to be euthanized because someone didn't love that dog. Um, I was looking at some articles the other day on SPCA's website, and I had two articles jump out at me. And um, one was talking about a puppy that they found at a pet store, or a, yeah, a pet store. And so here's a little bit of the article. And so it's about this girlfriend and her boyfriend. And they were driving through Texas, and they found a pet store. And they already have a dog, but they weren't considering getting another one. But they decided to go in and look. And so she went in, and um, they immediately noticed a dog named Mabel. It was a three, three-month-old Newfoundland puppy. And she was one of the largest dogs in the, like, kennel she was in. So she asked to meet her. And as soon as they pat, petted Mabel's head, they realized her head was covered in wet stuff. So they picked her up and they started to smell her and realized that, that Mabel was covered in urine. Um, the puppies at the store were forced to relieve themselves in the kennels through a cage floor. And Mabel's long fur dragged through the waist. Um, they were concerned by her cough she had. And the pet store employees told her that probably caught it from another puppy from a long trip from Indiana. So they basically said she might have caught it a cold, but she's fine. And so the girlfriend boyfriend, without thinking, decided that the red flags were enough and they bought the puppy. Um, the pet store employees had assured the people that their puppies had America Kennel Club registrations and they did not come from a puppy mill. And the family always believed in adopting, not buying from a puppy mill. So they were struggling to buy this dog from a pet store, but they decided that she needed their help. So they bought Mabel, and they took Mabel home with them. And then within the first 24 hours of them having Mabel, she developed a severe stomach rash. Um... And then they took her to the doctors and they gave them antibiotics for it. And then after that, they had to house train Mabel. So she had, so she knew that she could go outside and go to the bathroom, not go to the bathroom in the house. And then they started house training her. And she had such a hard time just knowing that she needed to go to the bathroom outside because while she was at that pet store, she relieved herself wherever she was. So it took them a long, long time to house train her because she was taught as a puppy that you just needed to go where you were. Um, crate training, when they tried to train her in her crate, that was also extremely difficult because she had been abused in the crate she was in. She was in the crate with like 12 other dogs. So she had a hard time staying in that 
because one, she didn't have any other dogs, and two, it reminded her of her past. So, um, after they did that, they took Mabel to the doctors, and again for a checkup, and they found out that she had gariria. That is an intestinal infection caused by parasites. They were confused how she got that because when they first bought Mabel, she had tested negative for any parasites. Um, it took multiple rounds of treatments to cure her from that parasite. And then she had to stay on medication as precaution because she was immune to it because of how sick she got while she was at the puppy store. Um, another thing they talk about is her mental health. Um, you hear a lot about mental health in teenagers nowadays, and you never really hear it with dogs. Um, when a dog is in a puppy mill or at a pet store, they won't get as much attention as they need. So they will become extremely depressed. They won't get the sunlight they need. So, um... Without the sunlight, they don't get the proper vitamins, so they become extremely sick because they just sit there all day. Once they are adopted or bought out of a pet mill or a pet store or shelter, they become extremely energetic. And that is because they finally get to go with a family. And they get to go outside and they get to be loved and play. And so their mental health improves immensely when they get adopted. And so I have one more story for y'all. And one is about a Yorkie, and her name is Summer. Um, Summer had spent the first seven years of her life in a cruel puppy, puppy mill facility. Um, it was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Summer, when they found her, she had no name. Um, they did not give her a name at the puppy mill, they tattooed a number on her leg, which is how they classified her. Whatever number was for that dog is basically what that dog's name was. Um, she was forced to co constantly pump out layers of puppies, and she had no time to recover in between pregnancies. Um, the reason why it was horrific where she was, um, she had years of neglect, and that caused Summer's teeth to rot out. Um, she was not given the proper food or anything like that. So her teeth rotted. And then she was abused so bad while she was at the puppy mill. Um, she had a broken jaw. And then that was never treated because they didn't take her to the vet. Um, the family rescued Summer when she was discarded from the puppy mill. She could no longer produce puppies, so they threw her out of the puppy mill, and they found Summer there. And when they first brought Summer home, she was too scared to walk on the tile floor or the rug in the living room or the grass because she had never felt that before. Um, Summer had lived in a cage her whole life, so she never got to experience the proper living conditions. Um, they had to hand-feed Summer because... She had no teeth to eat it, so she had an extremely hard time eating. Uh, they, just like the one before that with Mabel, they had a horrible time house training her because um, she was so used to going to the bathroom in her crate 
that when she needed to go to the bathroom, she'd go to her cage instead of going outside because she never went outside. Um, Summer also now suffers from uh, pancreatitis, a heart murmur, and an enlarged spleen. And um, that is because she was never treated and she kept getting sick while she was at the breeding facility, but they would never take her to the doctor. She is also um, entirely deaf, so she can't hear a thing. She's partially blind. One of her eyes are blind. Um, But when they adopted Summer, they pampered her with endless kisses, pets, toys, and treats. Um, She got more comfortable being treated as a pet rather than a breeding machine. Um, One of her favorite things to do now is curling up in a warm blanket. And despite all her lifelong problems caused by many years in a puppy mill, um, Summer is a happy, go-lucky, energetic dog. Um, so she suffered. So Summer suffered in an extremely hard situation. Um, she was forced to have puppies. She had no recovery time in between having the puppies. Um, she was not given the proper medical care she needed. She was not cared for. A lot of things happened to Summer. And despite all the things that happened to her, she is now one of the most loving dogs you will ever meet. And her family loves her. Um, so those are my stories I have about puppy mills and exactly what they can do. Um, those were just two examples of it. Those were also from the SPCA. Um, there were two dogs that the, that the owners reached out to the SPCA about, SPCA about to tell them about their dog's story in the puppy mills. Um, and so now I have a few statistics about puppy mills and the breeding. Um, it's estimated that 25% of puppies have to be put down because of inbreeding and sickness. Um, Two million puppies are bred each year, and that's not even talking about how many puppies they can have because dogs can have anywhere from three to eight to 12 puppies in a litter. So you basically have to double that. So there's about four million dogs born just in a puppy mill, Um, and most of those dogs will not see the outside will not ever get a hug from a dog or from an owner. Will never never get a kiss from a mom. Will never get to have a bath or anything like that. Thirty four percent of puppies from puppy mills have birth defects, um, which is caused by unsanitary breeding f- techniques, um, unsanitary living conditions, um, not breeding the proper way. Um, and it is a legal amount for a licensed puppy mill to have at least a thousand dogs. They could have more than a thousand, but not many puppy mills have less than a thousand. Um, and that's for license. Um, you also have the seven thousand unlicensed puppy mills that have to be accounted for too. Um, they will have just as many dogs. And they aren't licensed, so you would never know. 
and their living condition are a lot worse than the licensed ones because they don't have a constant checkup on their facility. Um, and another sad thing is when a dog is born, when a dog in a litter is born with a birth defect, they will not be adopted out. A puppy mill will not adopt out a dog that has some type of defect because they won't be bought. And that's profit they will be losing. So well, they will take those dogs and they'll, like I said if earlier, they'll either one, kill them, two, abandon them, or three, sell them to a dog fighting ring. And puppy mills also help or also increase the amount of dog fighting rings you have because they will supply their unhealthy dogs to them. And that's just sad that they will breed these dogs endlessly until they are physically unable to have dogs. And then they will sell them basically so they will be killed by another dog. Um, and that's really sad. Um, and, the and then um, you have 40% of dogs who are born and become sick. Um, with the 40% of dogs who become sick, increase your chance of every dog getting it. And once one dog gets it, all the dogs get it. And it just spreads like wildfire. So some ways we can help ban them is, one, stop buying them. Um, when you buy a dog, you show that it's okay for the breeding facility to treat their animals like that. You show that it's okay that they don't need to be vaccinated. You show that you support how they're treating these dogs and you support what they're doing. Um, another way is that if you think that you know someone who has a puppy mill, do not hesitate to call your county and call the animal control or, or call the cops or anything and tell them, look, I think I know this person who has an unlicensed puppy mill. If they are licensed, then you just have to sit back and basically wait until you see you have evidence of an unhealthy living condition or abuse is going on um, because technically they are licensed so they are allowed to breed dogs. Um, but if they're if you know that they're not licensed, then you can call the cops and they will go and check it all out and make sure that nothing that make sure that there isn't one and if there is then they're going to take those dogs and yes that puts in more dogs in the shelter but it also stops dogs from being bred every day for basically the rest of their lives um so you want to make sure that they don't and because of puppy mills 2.4 million dogs are killed in a shelter each year and the saddest part about that is that most of the dogs that come into the shelter are from puppy mills. Um, if you have a dog and you bought that dog and that dog becomes extremely sick and you can't take care of it and you can't bring it back to the puppy mill, most of them get abandoned and most of them get sent to a shelter. So most of the dogs that are being euthanized are from a breeding facility. And that's sad because you basically breed a dog all day to get puppies and then you finally get a puppy and then you give it up anyways.
Um, and that's unfair to the dog. And the saddest part about this is the dogs have no say in this. The dogs can't tell a person when they can't have it or when they don't feel good or what's going on with their bodies. They're basically being used for puppies. And that, that breaks my heart. You should not have dogs just to breed them for your own profit. Um, so please, if you think you know someone that has an unlicensed puppy mill or has a licensed puppy mill and is abusing that, please, please, please tell someone. Save those dogs. We have to be the voice for these animals. These animals don't have a voice, so we have to be it. Um, that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in and come back next week. Bye.